Welcome back to Broken Fuse Podcast. This is episode 16, and it is Saturday, January 22nd. It's been a while since we've podcasted. So yeah, we have uh, John Georgiou here tonight. Hey. And uh, Harley Wang here as well. What's up, everyone? And last but not least, we have Andrew Hu as well. Hello. And always here, it's me again, Marcus. So, yeah, what have you guys been playing recently? I think we should ask what Andrew is playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> what am I playing right now? Yeah, I'm playing right now uh, League of Legends. Right now. <laughs> While podcasting. While podcasting. He's a multitasker. Um, you're not alone. I'm actually playing... Uh, Fire Emblem 7 on an emulator while we're podcasting. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel so left out. I'm not playing anything. Recently, I've been playing some StarCraft and, and League of Legends, but I'm not playing anything now. I'm just watching TV, so. Yeah. Well, what about with, you, Marcus? Yeah, with me, I'm playing a bit of a Xenonia on the Android and uh, a bit of a 3D dot game heroes on my PS3 as well, so. Yeah, a bit of uh, Sweet game. R- RPG funness for me. Yep. This will dive right into uh, what we have for this week. It's a short podcast, so let's get right into it. The first thing is uh, Steve Jobs is actually out for another medical. Uh, I think uh, Harley, you posted this on our new site just yeah. uh, yesterday. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, so, so apparently he's gone for another medical leave. The... Uh, uh, a lot of people speculate that the liver that he got uh, is is uh, is being rejected, and that he needs to get a new one. Or there's some sort of, I don't know, there's some sort of uh, serious health risk for him to leave uh, for a third time now. Um, now, I, I don't personally, I don't really think there's a lot that's going to happen with, or a lot that's going to be different about Apple. I think they're going to still continue with their product line and everything. But uh, definitely, if he's gone for like, if he's gone permanently, then uh, definitely it'll be important to see who takes over. But uh, there's no need to panic. A lot of people are panicking and they're worried about like, you know, buying Apple stuff and Apple stock prices have been, you know, there's there's a lot of speculation on that. But I don't really think there's too much of an issue right now. Yeah, uh, my opinion on this whole thing is that even without Steve Steve Jobs is of course an innovator in the computer business but even without jobs around i think apple will still thrive with the type of stuff that they're designing like the ipad 2 and who knows what crazy stuff they're doing down there with uh this stuff with their pixie dust and all that stuff yeah absolutely they're, they're they got too many fans they got like hardcore fans that'll buy anything they put out so they don't have to worry about about that you know yeah yeah, exactly what you're saying. It's not going to really affect uh, Apple too much. I mean, sure, he's sick and all, but I mean, don't think people are going to think Apple's in trouble just because he's sick. There's probably something that's going to take over or he's going to come back or stuff like that. It's not, plus, a, it's not a worry at this point. Yeah, plus they have a kick-ass uh, Mac OS X, which is pretty much the most stable OS out there right now. Plus, like, a lot of the media arts people use it as well for photography, visual arts, and like music, 
producers, like, they have a strong backing with uh, the arts background people. So I think, at least for the foreseeable future, Apple should be fine, even without Steve Jobs around. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, mm. I guess anything else from you guys on uh, Steve Jobs' medical leave? No, that's, oh. that's about it. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah. uh, roll on to our next story. Is, uh, even though we know uh, Angry Birds is uh, reaching pretty much every system out there, uh, the PSN actually got it first a couple weeks ago, uh, early this year, for the for the PSP and the PS3 actually have Angry Birds on there. Just kind of neat, I guess, but it's you can't really like. Well, I prefer a touch screen to play uh, Angry Birds, so even with like trying to play with a standard controller. Well, well, I, I think you know hard. Angry Birds is really not a game that should be played on, oh, uh, you know, a full-fledged console or on a big screen. I, I think it's it's meant for you know cell phones or handhelds. It's it's kind of a mini game. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I, first I wouldn't pay full price for it. Secondly, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much if I, you know, had it on my PlayStation instead of my phone. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's like somewhere in the ballpark of five or eight dollars, something like that. I don't quote me on that. It's like it's a little pricey for a tower defense game, in my opinion. Yeah, well, there are a lot of alternatives, just so people know. And yeah, it's actually free on Android. You users of uh, Google's phone OS. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and talking about uh, Sony's systems, they actually got cracked recently. Uh, the PSP Go and the PS3 actually uh, have been rooted and been hacked. And you can actually play uh, game ISOs on them now. With uh, But now uh, Sony is after a uh, hacking group called uh, Fail Overflow for hacking the PS3 and basically pulling the cover off the system. When was this released? Uh, this new, uh, uh, the system or the hack? The hack. Uh, just a few weeks ago, like, over the Christmas holidays, if I remember correctly. So is it, is it, is it, sorry, what did you say? Ah, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say that I can't, it, won't Sony kind of, uh, squash this, this hack in the next update? Uh, probably, I'm guessing they will, but as a game, even with, uh, previously hacked systems, like what we've seen with the 360 and the Wii, and of course, the uh, original PSP, not the PSP Go, even with yeah. updated firmwares, they're still going to find that back door and rehack it and unlock the system again. Once yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely, I mean, we've seen, like, kind of uh, an increase in, in the amounts of hacks that we've, uh, that, that are online now and and we're seeing that more and more so maybe this is like the start of uh you know the P- yeah yeah but uh the, the the main thing is you know it's as as a regular user of the ps3 i think you know i don't know if i definitely i do that to my machine just because uh you know at any given time sony can just kind of you know put their feet down and kind of just you know stop all hacks with a new update just randomly you know yeah, plus, after you hack it, uh, they can actually tell if your machine's been hacked or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't clean it up, yeah. 
Yeah. So technically, they can bring on the yeah, bad hat. Like technically, they can do the same thing as uh, Microsoft has done. Is that they can bring down the band hammer and you can't use that PS, your system or your account to log into PSN for yeah. new game updates or any online play as well. Yeah, exactly what, exactly what I was just going to say that once you go online, you're screwed with the, if it's been hacked. Because that's what they've been doing with the 360. So need to counteract the. Hacks. Yeah. So basically, our stance here is: kids, don't hack. It's going to kill you. <laughs> it's going to kill your PS3, anyways. Oh. You know. And your wallet. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to have to, yeah, you know, throw out another yeah. hundred bucks. Or you. Or more. Not, you, yeah. Or more if you uh, have more software tied to the system. Oh right, it's uh, what is it now? It's three uh, three forty nine for the two fifty and two ninety nine. Sorry, so at least three hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus yeah. any yeah. upgrades you did to it and like. Well, yeah, all your save files. <laughs> yeah, all those hours, kids. Yeah. Hacking is bad. Don't hack, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the pros. Pretty much. I guess we'll move on uh, to yeah. our next. Uh, Story is uh, Pokemon Black and White finally get a North American release date, which is uh, March 6th. <coughs> so, yeah, it's uh, the of course, this is uh, DS's uh, Swan Song, it's the last major release before the 3DS comes out. Yeah, it's the last exclusive release, right? Yeah, yeah, so in the future, there's still going to be releases for the DS, it's just it's probably going to take, it's kind of like the PS2 to the PS3 kind of role. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, at least, you know, they're going out with a good game. I mean, Pokemon, I don't want to say it's repetitive, but, I mean, you know what you're getting when you're buying a Pokemon game. Yeah, you, and, know, it's, uh, yeah, you know it's a high-quality RPG, even though it's... Yeah. Uh, the same RPG. Yeah. <laughs> the same, so, yeah. same story, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, pretty much catch all the Pokemon, kill the eight leader, gym leaders, and... Defeat your rival. Yeah. No, usually that's some games it doesn't involve you necessarily beating your rival. Only or, the first, only the first one you beat your rival at the end. Or some kind of uh, rival, of some sorts, or some random guy that you have to beat a couple times. Yeah, but uh, you know, regardless, it's it's definitely a good game, and for people that haven't played Pokemon before, I mean, they're in for a treat. So. It's fantastic. I mean, the only reason why I don't play the new Pokemon games now is because the storyline's just too similar and it's kind of predictable almost. Yeah. Only difference is yeah, you run into some. Yeah. The only difference is more Pokemon, new move sets, and basically new gym leaders, and that's pretty much just of a new Pokemon game. Yeah. Still good, but just you know nothing unique. <laughs> yeah. And talking about unique. We have a new system coming from Nintendo, as well known as the 3DS. It finally gets a North American release date of March 27th. It's on a Sunday, so as usual they release their stuff on Sundays. And it has a price point of $249.99 for both the States and Canada. 
For once, Canada is not getting gypped on the prices of consoles. Sweet. Once. Sweet. Okay, and, and also, uh, if you if you check the Best Buy websites, they're selling games. Now, I'm not saying that, that that's the actual retail price, but right now, they're listing games at $39.99, so that's a pretty reasonable price for uh, DS games. Yeah, and the colors, yeah, we get is, yeah, colors we get for North America are aqua blue and Cosmo black. I'm guessing in a couple months' time, we'll see some more colors, but we never know with Nintendo, because... You've uh, been following what the Wii's been going through. <laughs> it took them like three or four years before they came up with black. Yeah, totally. I mean, and, that, and they have red. They have red now too. So limited edition red. So kids, yeah. if you don't have a Wii, grab the red one. It's limited edition. Yeah, the red. The red one is pretty much the best one that's out there right now because you get a game with it and a really good one. And also, it's yeah. it's red. So I mean, awesome color. But yeah, Nintendo red. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, but but the 3DS. I mean, this is big news for people that are that have been waiting. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are complaining about the price, but you really have to look at what you're getting. And you have, like, I mean, it's the, the this system or this this uh, handheld is not really like you know low power compared to like past DS systems. You got to really compare it to like PSP level gaming, and uh, possibly even even better because it has 3D, right? But so, I mean, if the PSP Go is selling for, like, 250 then the 3DS has every right to sell at that price as well. So, yeah. I think it's a fair price, yeah. The plus, you're, technically, you're running three screens at once on that device. Three screens! Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty pretty insane. Um, another yeah, thing is that, I think we should mention that there's kind of a weak selection in launch titles. So, that might affect uh, some people getting it on launch day. I just think... The fact that they don't have Mario Kart or any Mario title is kind of, uh, I don't know, just, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weak, so. Yeah, from what I've read, actually, their Kid Icarus, Mario Kart, and I think Ocarina of Time are all releasing within the first six months of the system coming out. Uh, well, that's reassuring, but I mean, it's still kind of like, if they put it on launch date, there'd be so much more incentive for me to pre-order and buy it right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Talking about pre-orders, I finally put down my money for it, so I'm kind of locked down to it. But oh, which store? Uh, I have classes on sa Sundays actually, so it's on my way to school. So uh, a GameStop yeah, or, or... Uh, not at Game uh, EB. at EB. It's all the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. in Canada, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah GameStop EB, same thing. Some people yeah. call it GameStop because they're freaking. Nazi about oh, prices on used games at least. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, look, uh, the 3DS is going to sell really well, and I think a lot of people are going to get it, whether or not. I mean, it's back. Oh, just so everybody knows, it's backwards compatible to the DS and DSi, so it's it's uh, you know, you really should trade up once it comes out. Unless you have a DS Lite and you still want your uh, GBA games playable, or you could get a GB, keep a GBA around and play your old games. Yeah, that's that's also that's an option. But for most people, I mean, if you, you know you're definitely okay, first of all, don't invest in any DS stuff right now. Just hold out. You know, wait for two months and it'll be well worth the wait. You know. Yeah, definitely. And talking about mm -hmm. 3DS games, uh, actually not all 3DS games will need to be in 3D. 
So that can hmm. bring down costs a bit. Sorry, what was that? Not all 3DS games are required to be made in 3D. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious because they said that there were a lot of titles in development that were meant for the DS, but uh, they're going to release later, so once the 3DS comes out. So obviously those games are, are, are going to have to you know play along with 3DS without the 3D. And then also there are some games that just don't work well with 3D, you know? I, I actually don't... I think there are quite a few games out there that would not be very 3D friendly. Like, if you think about Advance Wars or kind of, you know, traditional 2D type games that it wouldn't translate very well. Even RPGs, it's really debatable how you'd integrate the 3D. It's, uh, you know, you, it's kind of hard. I mean, 3D is kind of, I, I guess, you know, the, the best way to put 3D is probably in like shooters or in, uh, yeah, racers. You know, something in a first person mm -hmm. kind of view. In third person, it's, it's, it's much harder and the effect is probably not gonna be as, as good. Um, yeah. There are other games <coughs> that might not fit in the regular uh, type that you might want to see in 3D. Like, if you played The World Ends With You, it's really layered anime game style. So the 3D uh, effects would work really nicely with uh, the 3DS. And that game. So. Plus, uh, the creator of uh, The World Ends With You actually expressed interest in making a sequel, but he did say he didn't, didn't have the time at, uh, to do such a thing at this moment. I hope they actually do it sometime in the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fantastic game. Um, I played the first one and uh, uh, definitely looking forward to a sequel. Uh, that would be a game where I, yeah, for example, I, I think that would be a game where 3D would be hard to integrate into it. But, you know, we'll see what they come up with. You know, we'll see what they do. Yeah, and uh, talking about yeah. 3D, uh, they actually thought about putting 3D into the GameCube and uh, the GBA, but decided not to because it wasn't the right time. The resolution on the screen of the GBA was actually... Uh, not high enough resolution as it is. Yeah, I mean that that this was released that Nintendo uh, basically had that 3D idea a long time ago, and they kind of held out on, held out for it, just like they had the motion control idea uh, quite a quite a while back before the Wii, and uh, you know they, so what this shows you essentially is that Nintendo doesn't really just kind of you know find something new and just ship it right away. They they put a lot of thought into it before they decide whether or not it's going to be a viable option in the real world. Yeah, it's like fully cooked ideas. They actually had 3D with a Virtual Boy, even though that was kind of a dud. And that was like 15 years ago or more. Like yeah. Quite a while back. Yeah. Hey, yeah. by the way, did any of you get the Kinect? Just out of curiosity. No, that thing right now is just $150 worth of paperweight. Yeah. In my opinion yeah. right now. Yo, Andrew, do you have a, do you have a Kinect? Oh no, no, no connection. No, okay. I, I was just wondering because I wanted some like firsthand experience with like, or a firsthand review of what it's uh, what it's what it's like actually. I'm just curious as to uh, how accurate it is. Yeah, not until there's an, yeah. In my opinion, right now, Connect doesn't really have enough software to support that add-on right now. I, I actually think the coolest thing about the Connect is. 
how people are using it for you know their personal purposes like they're they're using like you know the connect to to do like lightsaber movies and things like that i think that's actually cooler than the games that they're coming out with yeah the hacks are actually better than the games that come out which yeah. is ironic which is yeah but it, it goes to show you that you know the there's actually a lot of potential in that you know um, I think the hardware, or at least the technology, is something that is, uh, you, you know, definitely worth exploring. I was just curious if anybody had it. You know, just wondering if they maybe did some lightsaber movies of their own, and I didn't find it on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, if I wanted to do a uh, lightsaber video, I'd probably be doing like Adobe software, like After Effects or something. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just heard about. I just saw those uh, connect videos, and it looked really cool. But yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll uh, finish up uh, what we have in the notes. Uh, they actually had a couple levels of uh, Luigi's Mansion uh, made into 3D, but they didn't release it because GameCube, the release GameCube wasn't ready for 3D, of course. Just it's just a neat tidbit, I guess. Yeah, so what was that? I didn't hear you. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. With the GameCube. Actually, yeah. they had portions of it uh, made into 3D. Yeah. But uh, they didn't release it because, of course, uh, GameCube, the release, the market GameCube wasn't uh, 3D ready as we know it. Oh, okay. So what does this mean? Does that mean that if, if uh, there's some sort of emulator for uh, the 3DS that we could kind of see the content or I is it ever they might release is... a Luigi's Mansion for the, for the 3DS. 3DS this is interesting this is interesting might be a sequel Luigi's Castle well okay I think everybody we, we, we've been talking about this forever and, and this is you gotta get Smash Bros on a handheld you gotta get Smash Bros on the 3DS this is what Nintendo needs okay it'll be the best game ever um, yeah that's one of the yeah, few games it. that needs to be transferred to a uh, handheld for sure. Sorry, John, what were you going to say? Yeah. And I probably brought this up, but I don't know if you guys know about a game named Jump Superstars Ultimate, right? I think I've I heard of it. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. I've heard of it, but it was not too much about it. It's kind of it's, like uh, the DS Well, it was only a Japanese exclusive. It was a Japanese exclusive game. It's called Jump Ultimate. It's based on various manga characters, but it has like a, a brawl-like, um, brawl-like, uh, playability to it. It's been around for a few years, right? Like, I've seen... On the actual Yeah, that was released back in 2005, I think, but it was only Japanese exclusive. because yeah, I remember, like, people, uh, but, yeah. back in ACR, like, at my high school, uh, playing it, uh, in the DS hallway, which is basically all the... Victory lap people playing with their DS's and odd PSP dude hanging around. Yeah. Well, that's good. I guess I can't really. But anyways, yeah. Back again. Uh, probably the game was pretty good. I mean, if they did something like that. On various mangoes, Bleach, Naruto, and other ones. Yeah. 
I think that pretty much wraps up our uh, show notes for tonight. Uh, is there anything you guys uh, want to cover beyond our show notes? Hey, Andrew, are you winning? Uh, I just won. Yeah, oh, 30 geez. minutes and I won. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that's what the people out there, don't play Andrew. He's too good. <laughs> He's pro. He's too pro. pro. He's going to own you, and then you're going to rage quit. That's what's going to happen. Stay away from Andrew on League of Legends. He's uh, too good. <laughs> rage quit. I see that all the time on Warhammer 3. People rage quit because they get home quickly. Yeah. Epic. Nah, I got, I got nothing else. I'm just looking forward to the 3DS. I think that's, you know, it's, it's really something groundbreaking. There's nothing else to look forward to, really. Are you all getting yeah. it? I'm gonna be so, the one, so the one thing is, I do want to see a new Fire Emblem title. Well, I, I, I'm going to get, get it at launch. I don't know about you guys. Are you guys going to get it at launch or later? I'm stuck with uh, launch now. Uh, launch. What about you, John? And what about you, Andrew? Uh, I'm going to be doing it later, probably. Uh, personally, <laughs> not going to get it at launch. Personally, uh... Uh, I gotta say, I gotta see first if it'll work, and that and launch titles aren't too strong. That and I don't have the cash either, but that's a whole sort of issue. If I had the cash, I still probably would have kept it at launch. Yeah. Uh, but if you are in Canada, and if you decide to last minute to get it at launch, go to Walmart. They do not allow pre-orders. Walmart in Canada. If you need to get one last mid launch. Okay, so they're probably going to have more inventory. No, so they that's... do not hold it all. I've worked there before. They do not hold any systems. Okay, so that so your chances of getting it are better because if you go elsewhere, they're going to a portion of their inventory is already reserved for pre-orders, and then yeah. you're kind of left scraps. So, okay, that's that's good advice. You know, go to Walmart. That's where I got my Smash Bros. Just yeah. walked in and I bought it. Yeah. Yeah, if you live in Canada. And you want to pre- if you don't want to pre-order, but still want to go get it, Walmart is your best bet. They do not take any pre-orders or save any systems at all, or games for that matter. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, because that reminds you of the Alex Wee story. Yeah, very much. Uh, I guess we'll tell them. Yeah, uh, when you said that, that's what. Yeah. Yeah, Tell that story. Yeah. If you know uh, another of our podcasters who isn't here tonight. Uh, he, uh, Alex, uh, who podcasts with oh, us uh, once in a while, uh, he walks into Walmart, finds the last Wii there, asks the cashier to check him out, forgets his wallet, asks them if uh, they can uh, put aside for him to come back in like five minutes, and then literally goes back, because he forgot his wallet, runs back home, gets his wallet, comes back, and he sees that same Wii, which is the last one in the store, being checked out and walking out the door. Yeah, this is after like he bought Zelda and the the Wemo and Nunchuck, so he has everything except the console sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So he's he was, been waiting. He's been, he's been waiting for months. <laughs> yeah, he's been waiting for like I think it was like uh, two, March was two and a half, like two and a half months into the launch, I think. Yeah. So the guy had a game. Uh, and the controller for a console that he doesn't have for two and a half months. Yeah, and he freaking... And <laughs> yeah. then he rage quits and has to leave the store. Yeah, he rage quits Walmart. 
Or he rage quits real life. Yeah. <laughs> I think his actual quote was, I think there was a quote based on, I think he said, I have remote, I have Zelda, but I don't have the actual Parkinson's. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. That's a pretty much exact no, quote. Another. That's pretty much the exact quote, except with a thousand percent more swearing. Literally. So yeah, I know. I kind of have to keep it a little bit PG. I don't yeah. know if we can get banned on these things for swearing. I think I think people yeah, that have heard Alex now know, know what he's all about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every other word is a swear word for Alex. Yeah. So basically, if you played Alex before, <coughs> his sentences are filled with more swear words than you can count. Yeah. I mean, there are more swear words than words in that sentence. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. If Alex were here, he would probably say stupid food, guys. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that's too late. Uh, anyways, I guess this is the end of our podcast for tonight. So, we'll see you guys in the, probably a week or two's time. And Happy New Year, you guys. Later. I mean, New Year, bro, I'd like to spend a month in January. Whatever, I'm just going to fuck around the room. I'm going to finish my... Yeah.